All right, welcome back to the Mysteria podcast. I am Marcus Da Silva, and I'm very pleased to be speaking to one Mr. Brandon Tucker today. Brandon is the current record holder of two, not one, but two 24-hour Guinness World Records, one for muscle-ups most recently, and one for pull-ups. And he did 7,715 pull-ups in 24 hours, which is insane. Uh, and also 1300 muscle ups. So, uh, quite, quite something there. So, uh, it's great to see you, uh, today, Brandon, and, uh, really pleased to be speaking with you today. It's an honor. Glad to be on your podcast. Yeah. Thank you, sir. And so, I mean, right off the bat, we're, um, we're going to be a little bit quicker, uh, or we'll have a little bit of a shorter, uh, time frame today. So we're just going to dive right in and we'll just let the, let the conversation flow as it is. So right off the bat, I want to ask you, uh, so the pull-up record 2019, correct? Is when you did that one? Yep. October 26, 2019. And so what were you thinking? What prompted you to do that? <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I'll start while it's fresh in my mind was that date was one of the little edges I snuck in there, man. For me, I knew that that the day I did it, um, I chose that day. That was the day after I tried to do it on the day that my mom actually passed away in a car accident. Um, but I, I, we weren't able to. We needed it to be on a Saturday, so I had to ship to the right. So we did it on the 26th of October, um, the, the date that my mom actually passed away. It was the 25th. But, um, but yeah, it all kind of started there, man. Um, in 2015, I lost my mom and my stepdad in a car accident. And um, I was active duty at the time. I served in the 75th Ranger Regiment. And um, I got the phone call, man. And my life changed, obviously. Um, you know, fast forward another year after that, I, I was on my way out of the military. I'd been diagnosed with the autoimmune disease, um, which led to me going through a medical evaluation board and I was, you know, medically retired from the military. Um, once I got out of the military, as if, you know, losing your mom, your career and getting diagnosed with the disease isn't enough, I went through a divorce, man. And, uh, I guess I felt th that that was rock bottom and started seeking answers or, you know, asking the right questions is what I like to say. And, uh, started kind of questioning life and my purpose and where to go from here. You know, um, I thought I had my whole military, you know, my whole career planned out in the military and I had everything mapped out and had goals set and, you know, everything just the rug was stripped from beneath me and, uh, I had to get back up, man. And, and for me, um, the self-help books, um, professional development, uh, just really started getting my hands on anything that, I felt that I needed to hear, you know, listen to a lot of inspirational videos, Jocko Willings, um, David Goggins was one. Um, but it wasn't until I, I stumbled across David Goggins' book, um, Can't Hurt Me, that I'd heard a lot about. And reading that and just all the adversities he had faced, you know, with his childhood and things like that, I could relate with. And so for me, that book was where the pull-ups came out. I mean, most people know David Goggins was a former world record holder for most pull-ups in 24 hours. And he talks a lot about that in that book and that process and 
the mindset. It inspired me, man. I, I, I needed a goal. And so that's kind of how it all started. That's very interesting that you mentioned that because at the same time that his book came out, uh, that's what inspired me to uh, go after the, the chin-up record. And what was really funny at the time was that, so I basically, I couldn't do a single pull-up. I was just, I was too weak to do one. So I couldn't do any pull-ups, but I could do like a few chin-ups. I could do a few of those. And so, you know, kind of to, you know, long story short, you know, you're kind of thinking, you know, what should I do? You know, I'm coming to the end of university and kind of feeling like I, I sort of need something. I need something more to kind of, I just felt like I wasn't getting, uh, getting everything out of myself. And so the pull-up record came up as like, oh, maybe I could do this. And I saw your number and I was like, yeah, there is no shot that I could go from zero to 7,700 plus. <laughs> It's beatable. Yes. For sure. That's right. And so I thought, well, I think instead of pull-ups, maybe I could do this chin-up thing. I feel like that's a little bit more attainable for me with my skill set at the time. Um, so it's, yeah, it's very interesting. And and what I think, you know, we've had a, a convert, couple conversations, um, you know, leading up to this and just kind of getting to know each other a little bit. And I thought it was so striking that, for very different reasons, we both listen to the same people and, and read books by the same people and, and have, you know, we grew up in very different places, different times. And yet there's something that there's a connection there. There's a thread. Um, and, and so it just really strikes me as being, you know, there's something really powerful to that. And in your experiences going through these, these two records, I mean, what has that process been like for you? Because I, I can imagine that your perspective, obviously, you know, from your personal circumstances, obviously having to deal with so much, I can imagine that there was, there must have been some type of evolution along the way. Oh, yeah, man. Um, when I got out of the military, that, that, that really hit the nail on the head, man. I was, I was already at a low point. Um, didn't really... I mean, I didn't have a home to go to anymore, you know, like I couldn't go back to Missouri. I mean, I have family. I have my, my dad and I, you know, I have a lot of family, but it, it just, that rock, you know, that homestead was, was kind of, it's gone. So when I do go, when I go home now, it's, it's, it's hard, man. It's hard to go home. It's, it's depressing. It's just not the same. So I, I, I went through phases of, of, a lot of, 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 you know, I had this victim mentality about me that oh, you know, look at, you know, everything that could go wrong is going wrong, you know, and I was kind of for me, for me. And eventually, man, I, I had a fire, like you're saying, man, you you feel like there's potential, you know, there is. And I feel we all have this vision of, of who we could be, you know, and, and, but, but it's so freaking hard and it takes commitment and to, to be that person, you know, because we have so many things that are ingrained in us from, from early on in life that it's hard to let go, man. So I, I think it, there were several phases, man, but I think the biggest one was, was switching from that victim's mentality to who, who gives a shit, man. Everybody's got problems. You know what I mean? Like my problems are small. 
in the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, like figure yourself out and, uh, just made the, the decision, man, that this was, I, I had to do something else. Uh, I was depressed. I was that time suicidal, you know, uh, and I wanted to honor my mom. Not, I couldn't go that way. You know, I can't, I could have easily went to alcohol, which I, you know, I, I did, I was hiding alcohol, drink, you know, I was consuming alcohol nearly daily every night, you know, as a trainer. This is after I got out of the military and no one, I don't think I've ever said, said that to anyone other than my brother really admitted to that. But I mean, I, I'd get out of the gym and be so stressed and, and just so depressed, man. I didn't feel like I had anything really going for me. And, um, you know, spending all day. The only thing that really lifted me up throughout the day was working with other people, helping them feel better. And um, so maybe that was another phase, man. That maybe I was just blessed to be in a gym environment and have the opportunity to be in a position to where I am responsible for for boosting someone's energy and helping them get through their day started. And then through doing that, I think it it was a blessing in disguise. But yeah, man, I. I was back and forth, man, until I was all one way or the other, you know, I had to fully commit. And that's what it came down to was just a decision. Decided this isn't it, man. This is not how I'm going to let it go. I'm still working on it. (laughs) That's right. It's a process, isn't it? Yep. And so you're, you're, starting to kind of pull things together and you're, you're starting to, I mean, at that point, it sounds like you at least recognize that there's something more that you can give and, and to get the most out of yourself. And, you know, and like you said, to, you know, honor your mom in that way as well, like by striving towards something and achieving something. And so when you sort of set, when you, I guess, solidify uh, the, the idea that you're going to, um, not just chase that record, but attain it, which is a different thing. You know, it's not, not necessarily the, the pursuit, there's the pursuit, but pursuit with intent, right. You know, intent to achieve. And through that process, you know, how long, uh, well, how long was, was the buildup for you for, for the training for that pull-up record? I, I think I recorded 14 months of from when I started writing reps down. You know what I mean? There, there wasn't a whole lot of structure in my programming or anything at the beginning for several months. You know, it was more about just accumulating volume and just kind of experimenting with my body. You know what I mean? When you do a large volume of any one movement, you're going to be sore differently than you've been before because you've literally done a repetitive movement over and over and over again so like that area is getting worked so like going through that and you just have to adapt man adapt and and but 14 months 14 months of of training is what i recorded and it was a long journey (laughs) yeah yeah i can relate yeah that's right (laughs) certainly the muscle soreness i'm feeling that today too so yeah got that going um, and, and so I guess kind of the few mo- the first few months, it, it sounded like it was a little bit more, uh, chaotic for you. The brain uh, wrecking. Okay. There, <laughs> there was no plan recovery. There was no meal plan. There was no sleep routine. Like I was just fitting them in, man. And then, you know, I think it was probably about a half a year out 
about six months is when I really switched it on. That's when, you know, as you go through those months of training, you start taking little outs and here and there, here and there, you know what I mean? And, and, and those things eat at you, man. If you, if you're real about your, your shit, that, that bothers you. So over time, so I, I wrote this down, man. I wrote it down like two years out that I was a world record holder. So I've been saying this for a while, man. And to me, my word is everything. If I say I'm going to do something, you bet your ass, I'm going to do everything I can to, to do it because I don't like, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to tell you yes, unless I sincerely mean yes or no. If, if I really mean, it's hard for me to say no, but when <laughs> I say, <laughs> and I'm working on that, I'm working on protecting my time and, um, trying to value myself a little more. Um, but yeah, man, six months is when I, when I switched it on because leading up to that, like I said, you, you make a lot of mistakes and you, you give yourself a lot of excuses, but when it got down to it, I told so many people, man, and my reputation was on the line and I didn't realize it then, but eventually I started to realize like, look, man, you can either be the guy that actually pulls this shit off, or you can be that guy that just, has talked about it for two years and have a really embarrassing go at this and, you know, hurt yourself or whatever, you know, and then all these motherfuckers that were doubting you because there's a lot, you know what I mean? When I first told people this, it was a laugh. It was, but I, I love it. <laughs> I loved it, man. But because I wanted that, I needed that. I needed that feedback of even not my like family members, man, like some of my closest people to me, and I know now why, but they, I could see it on their face when I told them, you know, like doubt, um, hey man, man, well, well, you know, trying to talk me out of it and, and things like that. And I know now that that's them trying to protect me. They don't want to see me fail. You know what I mean? Maybe take an easier goal. Like we want to start with an hour, <laughs> you know? So I went through that and I, I, I had to own it, man. I had spoke about it and it was time to six months. It was like, all right. I was nowhere near where I knew I needed to be. So that last six months, I, I was, there was no excuse. There was no skipping anything. There was, I mean, it was, I was obsessed at that point. At, at that point, I think I really understand what all these motivational speakers and everyone talks about that, you know, to be great, you have to be obsessed. Like I understand that to the freaking fullest. And I understand that if I apply myself to anything in this world. And I truly believe this. And I believe this for everyone. You can do it. <laughs> like if you, if you become obsessed and you put, you surround yourself with that and everything you think about, you, you just can't sleep. You can't, you dream about it, man. Like it's just all you do. You know what I mean? And, and there's a lot of sacrifice with that. And there's a lot of people talk themselves out of it. I can't do that. I don't have the time. I don't, you know, I've got the family, I've got kids. I got, Bullshit is what I like. If it's something like pull-ups, yeah, you can. I hung pull-up bars everywhere, man. I've got two outside. I've got one in my gym back here. I've, I've got, I work at a gym with pull-up bars. So I, for me in the situation that I was in, I, I tried to, I put myself in a position where if I failed, it was me. There was no, there was no blame on anyone. It was, it was all me and whether I succeeded or failed. I got a line that people uh, that some people have said to me about the chin up record. And I'm curious if, if you got this one too, it doesn't matter if you don't make it or if you don't achieve the goal. Cause you know, you learned so much along the journey, you know, did you hear that one a lot? 
<laughs> but in my mind, there was no failing. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it would have took a serious, like a serious injury. Um, I was ready. <laughs> you know, I, was, I had it, you know, and I, I did some long tests throughout my training. I, I went the distance a couple of times, you know, being conservative, not going the full 24, but I did 15 hours. I did 14 hours. I did a 12. I did, you know, eights, six, fours. You know, I, I devoted a whole weekend a couple of times and did, I think it was 300 pull-ups every four hours for 48 hours. I did that twice. And uh, it was pretty rough. I think the 2 a.m. ones were the ones that I struggled with the two A's and that's, I think I slept through one of them and did uh double down on the next hour or the next three hours. So if I could sleep, but yeah, man, I, I did uh kind of experiment you know, everyone's different. I, I played around with different things and really was just focusing on endurance and shoulder stability and things like that. Injury prevention. It's really funny that you you mentioned doing. Uh, th- sorry, it was three hundred every four hours. Yeah, yeah four. I did. I did a, v- a very similar one actually. Um, I did. I would do. Uh, I wrote it down, but I, I had three different pacings that I would do, and so I did it every four hours. I think the range was from like one hundred and fifty to two fifty, and then I did that every four hours for five days. Yeah, so that's kind of uh, the same. So it's the same concept, you know. I got that from Goggins, <laughs> four by four by forty-eight. I was I was doing my research, man. Like, <laughs> you know, watching videos, finding any podcast I can find, listening to these world record holders, you know. And and the one the one I got the most from was John Orth, which was the guy that held it before me. He was a, I think he makes violins for a living, but he's like really an avid. Uh, rock climber so like he's always in this rock climbing gym with pull-up bars and he talked about how he would spend you know his workouts were usually around four hours long and at that time listening to that podcast I was like holy shit man like this guy's devoting his life to this like four hours of your day like how's he doing that you know and then I I, I got a planner man I, I keep a planner and uh, I made sure I was blocking the time out protect it you know and that's what I was doing, what I wrote down in there and, and checked the blocks, man. And, and I became obsessed. Everything like the, my, my top priority was those reps, you know, outside of life. But for the most part, that was my life. I'm very curious. So as you're getting closer, so I guess we're about six months out from the record. And as you're approaching, getting closer and closer, sounds like as time got, you know, as time narrowed, your focus narrowed as well. You became more dialed in, more obsessed, and that kind of tunnel vision started coming in. Um, how did, I guess kind of like a two-part question, how did you feel about it mentally and uh, I guess emotionally? How was your focus on that? And then I'm curious as to, did the people around you Cause you, you know, you mentioned in the beginning, you know, people, you know, I mean, they care about you. I mean, okay. I guess there's those who just want to see you fail. Cause you know, they're assholes and you know, fuck them. But you know, for the ones who at least do care about you, you know, they want you to, you know, they, they want to look out for you. And so they would kind of say, you know, how you said, Oh, you know, you sure kind of thing, you know? So I'm wondering, did, did your focus have a ripple effect on the people around you as well? 
Oh, for 100%. But to, to answer your first part of your question, how did I feel as the, the focus was narrowing and all that? It's, I felt so many things, man. Like my self esteem was through the roof, my self confidence was through the roof. My started sleeping better. <laughs> so <it's> not, <laughs> You know, my relationships were better. I, I was happier because I, I was doing everything that I knew that I needed to be doing. And at the end of the day, there were days where I I would literally tell my brother, man, and and, and he knew it too. And I could see it on his face. Like, yeah, you're right, man. Nobody's doing what you're doing. And I would say that, man. I said, I would, I would go to bed at night and I was doing so much volume, man, like 2,000 pull-ups on a random Tuesday, you know, like. And then the next day you're busting out another thousand to 2000. And then the next day you're doing that. So when I was doing that, I knew there was maybe may I could count on one hand until I got to where I can say that pretty certain that no other person is, is obsessed with pull-ups right now in the world as me. You know what I mean? Like until, because it took, it took a freaking maniac, man. And I was, I was, I was totally obsessed. And so through doing that, though, it built self-belief. It built self-confidence. My, like I said, man, I, my self-worth. I, I started valuing myself more because I was doing the work, and I appreciated that I was doing the work, and I wasn't listening to that other voice in my head telling you, man, you should probably take the day off your sore, man. You should, you know, maybe sleep in a little bit today. You know, not get a head start on the day. Like it's all those voices, you know? So when, when I was shutting those out and only listening to what was going to, what I really needed to listen to, you know, there's times where, yeah, you need to dial it back. You need to recovery. I'm not saying that for me though, I, I stopped paying attention to the, the potential of like overtraining and put more attention to the recovery. You know what I mean? Like I, I wasn't going to slow down because I was sore. I was going to keep hitting the gas but I was going to, I was going to speed up on my recovery. I was going to, I had to up some shit on that end. Like I was, so what did it do for the people around me to answer the second part of the question? My, my family, man, um, I was living with my brother at the time. Um, uh, and he became like my life coach, man, outside of the gym. Uh, he was, you need to be drinking water, man. You, when was the last time, you know what I mean? Like you need to eat, you know, we we're doing, uh, meal preps together. Like he was on me, man. And, uh, so him, it wasn't then that these changes in them started to happen. It wasn't until I got that Guinness certificate and that people in my immediate circle started to realize like, all right, Brandon's not crazy. He's just, he's focused, you know, and they started to respect that. Now I see it happening all around me, man. I, you know, I've got friends that are starting up businesses, friends that are taking more risk and, and going for their dreams and, you know, my brother's hiking the Appalachian trail right now is something that he's always wanted to do, you know, like, so I, I guess the message that it's sent is, is if you have a, a goal or a dream or an ambition, man, go for it, send it, you know, and, and the, the, the worst case you fail and you're back to square one, you know, and then new goal, but the best case could be the beyond what you can imagine, you know? So like shoot for the stars man, and don't, don't hold back and don't don't be a pushover with your with yourself and your goals you gotta be hard on yourself man you gotta be your toughest critic and, and know and believe inside that there is something more you wouldn't have that thought if there wasn't and there is another side of you there is 
you know, even though you've, you've went through all this shit or you've made so many mistakes and you've done things that you're not proud of, man, like your past doesn't define you, you know, every, what you do today, what you do right now, this moment, like that's truly what, what defines you, man. And, uh, I just try to take that approach every day and, um, try to be a little bit better than I was yesterday, you know, in some area, you're not always going to win everything every day, but those small victories add up. And yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> and so it's now, I guess we'll say maybe the, uh, so I'm curious the day before and the day of the record, how are you feeling? What was your mental space at that time? And then tell us about the actual record, how that went. Okay. It's a little bit foggy, like the actual attempt, but leading up to it, <laughs> had a few close friends from Missouri. I'm down in Georgia now. So they drove all the way down here. <clears throat> and my, my dad, my stepmom, my brothers, all my brothers were here. So I had a lot of family fly in. And um, they were really supportive of it. And we were doing it at the gym that I was working at. And so everything the day of was kind of like another day at work. You know, I, I woke up, slept in compared to what I usually did. You know, I was I think that I forced myself to sleep until 8 a.m. We started at 10 a.m. So we went in, um, had a light breakfast, had everything planned out, a meal set out for me, a cup of coffee and hit the gym, man. And uh I don't remember what I ate. I was going to tell you what I ate, but I can't remember. I don't think I, I didn't change anything. You know, I, I was very adamant about like not changing anything, not trying anything new. So I had some people bringing me like some goose and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, just give me that. You know, I, I'm used to that. And uh, the day of the event though, man, it was calm. It was calm. I was focused. I'm not one. I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely not one to like, very outgoing kind of person but like having a bunch of people watch me was a little weird <laughs> but i got in my zone man i got in my zone i had my headphones in the david goggins might think that's weak but <laughs> <laughs> listen to rocky or some some shit over and over <laughs> that's right but i listened to a few songs over and over again i had a playlist but um yeah it wasn't until 5,000, man, 5,000 reps, I think, around that time. It was around 4 a.m. Started at 10 a.m. on a Saturday, ended at 10 a.m. the following Sunday on the 27th. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, the five, around 4 a.m., I was scheduled for I, – I scheduled a block of time. I had 45 minutes, and that was my time that I wrote down that I was going to to sleep. And this was 4 a.m., I believe. And I went and do a week – um, blocked off a bathroom and I had a cot in there and I uh, went in there and laid on the cot I just stared at the ceiling and I, I, my nerves and my I knew that I was cutting it close so I was barely I was ahead but I was barely ahead I had like a hundred or you know 200 reps to play with and then uh, <clears throat> laid there for 40 minutes didn't sleep got up <clears throat> I uh, think I took an ice bath I didn't, I didn't lay there for 40 minutes. I, I laid there for like 20 minutes, realized, all right, this isn't, I'm not going to fall asleep. So I got up. I think I was starting to get really stiff from sitting and I, I went and got an ice bath. And then I think I got on the road machine right after the ice bath and kind of loosened back up and 
went back at it, taped the hands, super glued, whatever. I think we started super gluing around that time too, because my hands were ripping and I was just putting calluses back on, <laughs> picking skin up off the floor, putting it back on my hand. No, <laughs> but you know what I mean? You, you experienced some, some calluses and blisters, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, that was probably the most challenging point. And uh, I tried, like I said, at the very beginning of this podcast, I, I tried to give myself every edge I could because I knew mentally I was going to hit a wall. Uh, I think anyone that goes for this is going to hit a wall mentally, not, not just physically, uh, physically for sure, mentally for more often than not, you're going to, you're going to start doubting yourself. So around that time, man, doubt started to creep in. And I remember the day it was, I remember looking at the brick wall behind the pull-up bar and there's some pictures out there, man, that maybe I could send you the one I'm talking about that, that shows kind of the support I had around me. And when I would train, I trained on this bar that I did it on every day. And I would, we, we would always write reps on the ground at the gym, you know, like rounds or whatever, if we we're doing for time or rounds or whatever we always had a box of chalk and a little ammo can in the gym and we would take those little pieces of chalk and we would write tick marks and stuff well i started writing like inspirational quotes and shit i'd be listening to my uh my my headphones and i'd be training you know just kind of off in my little corner of the gym and i would be crushing out pull-ups listening to podcasts or inspirational videos and just kind of getting in my, getting in my zone, man. Well, I would write on the wall, inspirational quotes. I'd write, you know, I wrote my mom's name. I wrote just a bunch of things. So it, it started to like grow this wall of inspiration, you know, and, and then it became a thing at the gym. People would walk up and, and leading, you know, like a month out, like people, like all the gym members and people that came in the day of, like it became like the wall to write whatever you want on, you know, something, I need any edge, you know, anything you can put up there, you think might resonate a certain moment of time but um i just remember looking at that wall seeing my mom's name you know and remembering the day it was and you know if i could get through that you know the pain in my hands some freaking i'm tired like this is 24 hours it's one day like if i can't get through if i can get through that day i can get through any day you know what i mean like super glue me put some put that skin back on let's go you know so that's all it took i like i said i tried to, to give myself as many edges as i could because i knew i was gonna need them because i knew i was gonna go you know through some 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 lows and i, I needed some something to pick me up man. and i think that the, those things really helped me man um and, and having like none of this would have happened if I didn't have a reason, like a why. And you hear that a lot. Like everyone, you should have a strong why. And I think that's very important, man. And I thought I knew my why until I was fortunate enough to be around some good people at the time who were very like-minded, kind of going through the same, you know, some, some their own growth and uh, exposed me to a few things. And then we did this thing called the seven levels of, I think, seven levels of something it's it's how you it's a way to find your why i can't remember basically you ask you know um why do you why do you want to be the world record you start very vague like that or very broad and then it narrows down you ask you know well, why to that answer that i gave you know and it wasn't until i started doing this man i'm sitting here with another grown-ass man crying <laughs> you know and luckily i had that you know i had that person in my life that is not going to laugh at me or give me a hard time for freaking opening up, you know? So 
I wasn't afraid to open up. And I, I, through doing that, I was able to expose some things that were making me feel the way I was feeling. And, and there, you know, that I still get emotional talking about it, man, because I still have that fire inside of me. Man, and I know that I, I've still got more to give and I am not, I'm barely scratching the surface. dude. And I'm not going to stop until I, like David Goggins says, ringing your freaking potential out, you know, like his potential is that sweat in his rag and he's, he's going to ring it out until every drop and that's his potential, you know? So I'm kind of taking his approach to a lot of things in life and and staying true to myself, man. Showing on it every day. That's, that's really interesting. You know, I mean, just uh, there's so much to unpack there. I mean, definitely I'm going to have to get those photos from you because that's so cool to to hear that and how interesting too, because that's, you know, uh, spontaneous too, you know, just kind of like just sort of felt right. And, and you run with that. I mean, that is, yeah, that's a very cool thing to experience. And um, I know for uh, now that I think like the more I talk about this, the more I realize how natural it really was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Really forced, man. I, I, I got injured. Yeah. You know, like, how did you do it without getting, I got injured. I, I adapt. I, I took a step back, reassess, learn from it seek the right people i went to a physical therapist you know and dude was freaking on his shit you know i I don't know all the answers but don't let that stop you from going for your goals like you shouldn't know all the steps to where you're going (laughs) you know what i mean if you know all the steps to where the hell you're going then you're going the wrong way man you gotta get a bigger staircase something you know climb a mountain fuck don't hold yourself back don't limit yourself man that's what i was doing and anymore dude <laughs> i'm not afraid to set a big goal i'm not afraid to fail you know not that's something too it's, it's we're very we make fear-based decisions and that's not the way to go man you know <laughs> like if it scares you it's good that's good that means you're on the right path man it should be scary that's what you, that's how you know you're you're getting outside your comfort zone you're growing yeah, I mean, I was just before uh, we hopped on the recording here, I was uh, just doing a, a light workout and I was listening to Jocko's podcast came out uh, this morning and uh, they were literally talking about this exact thing. And uh, he had a, a SEAL guy on, uh, author as well. And uh, I got to buy his book. I can't remember the book, but I'm like, I got to, you got to check it out. It's a fantastic thing. So I got to look at it. But one of the things that they were talking about, um, and I've heard Jordan Peterson talk about this a lot too. And, and exactly what you just said, that if the, the whole idea of stepping into the unknown is that there's, there's the unknown can be dangerous, but it's also the place of infinite opportunity. And that's the place that you need to go in order to grow. You have to risk something in order to step out and grow in that way. And I think, you know, sounds like you, you sounds like you understood that going into the record because yeah, obviously. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure that after the fact, you know, it must've been like kind of like another level of understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to be like cliche or anything, but, you can't score if you're sitting on the bench, man. So like, if you're not willing to get out there and, and to, to go for it, then you're never, you're, your, your chances of making it are certain. You will never make it, you know, like you've already, you're, you're, you've decided at that point that, that that's not an option. Like it's not going to happen. 
So I, I think learning to, here's my advice, go for it, be consistent, and then make a decision. Then, then, then reassess. But I'm telling you, and I'm guaranteeing you right now, that's not, you're not going to go back and, and quit. Once you do that with consistency, you're going to be more confident. That belief is starting because you're not always going to believe you can't, you know what I mean? At the, at the beginning. And I did, like I said, the first time I said it, I laughed at myself and realized what I'd said, <laughs> but luckily I'm, I'm, I'm about my, my word, man. And, and luckily I was able to pull it off. But what I'm getting at is, is don't make, don't, don't be afraid to fail, man. I, I don't really know of a better way to say it than that. Like, you have to be willing to, to, to gamble a little bit, take a little bit of risk and, and put yourself out there, man. Because if you don't, it's, it's sure that you won't succeed. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's, it's so interesting, right? Because I mean, I, I totally can relate to what you're saying because, you know, when I set out to, uh, you know, get my chin up record, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, you are batshit crazy to think that you can get anywhere near the record and you can literally only do four or five in a row. And like a few sets of that, like, dude, you, you are so far, you know, from where you want to be. Uh, but I'm, you know, the, the way I looked at it was just like, well, let me work, you know, let me work. And, you know, then, you kind of get that, uh, you know, you get that confidence, like, you, you know, like you said, and you start to believe in it and then that kind of radiates outward, but it radiates outward because of the work that you're doing. You know, it didn't come to you just because you, you said, you know, and army ranger as well, you know, you're, there's also a standard that your work was, that's something, you know? So you're also, you worked in, in an environment that was, you know, top tier. And even then you still had to work your ass off. Right. And it just goes to show like, just, it doesn't really matter who you are, what you do, how you do it. You just got to put the work in and, you know, not be a, a goofball about it, you know, be like reckless and get, you know, injured all the time, stuff like that. But you ha absolutely have to be willing to work your ass off and to bleed for it. And hopefully, you know, I mean, and that's the idea is that, well, not hopefully you, you got to make it a reality. You, you make, you create your own destiny. You just gotta, gotta grab it, you know, and seize it. Yep. But through the, through the consistency of it all, the belief started to come and you know, I go to that chapter in the book uh, where he talks about what if and, and what that kind of means to him. And I never really had that outlook on it, but, um, you know, when David Goggins talks about that, I, I wrote that on the wall. That was one of the first things I wrote on the, the brick wall behind the pull-up bar was what if. I just wrote what if real big. And, you know, anyone that's listened to that book, um, those of you that haven't, um, what he means by that is is, is visualizing. Um, instead of looking at it, because, you know, what if you fail? Because most of us, like I said, we, we focus on the negative and not, you know, the what could potentially be good out of it you know so if we focus on what if i even get injured what if i fail what if i embarrass myself you know what if i gotta do this shit again you know <laughs> like so i yep. <laughs> i started thinking what if i pull this shit off you know like david goggins says and what if i really do this you know what what does that how's that gonna make me feel 
how are you know people around me going to feel about it like um what doors could that open you know like what is what else does this mean i can do you know for me that was the big thing is if i can do this man shit there's a lot that i can do you know like with the right amount of effort the right amount of focus and dedication and discipline and consistency and sacrifice like you can do it you know what i mean that don't mean it's going to be easy and there ain't going to be some failures along the way and some, some roadblocks and some detours and maybe even your whole goal changes but through that in the end man it's worth it you know yeah i mean and i i can definitely speak to that for sure uh <laughs> kind of more on the on the negative side of that, because, you know, what was really frustrating for me, um, for a while. Uh, so I, I did my attempt on, on December 19th of, uh, 2021. So it's just this past. And so I, I kind of reached that point. So I, I, I think it was 37, 31 or 37, 41. I think it was 31 and 15 hours in. And I, I just kind of reached that point where, in hindsight, I recognized that I had ex I had exceeded my skill set, and so, you know, I, yeah, you know, it was, you know, and like you said too, like the embarrassment and the anger, you know, I I was really, and I was also very confused because it was one of those things where, unfortunately, I just kind of lost control of my thoughts, and and that what if went negative, you know, it, it went, oh man, you know, and I started having long-term thoughts when I was trying to solve a short-term challenge. Right. And that's going to kill you every time, you know, that's not a good way. Um, that, that basically is going to ensure that you're, you're not going to perform well. So it was a very valuable lesson learned, but man, like the, you know, the embarrassment for sure. Be, and, and the confusion, because I remember, when I, I stopped and I remember, and I'm very like, even just listening to you talk, like I could have cried like five times. Like I'm very emotional as a person, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to, uh, I'm not afraid to cry. Definitely. I think that's my, my, my Italian heritage with the emotional stuff. But, uh, you know, I remember when I, when I stopped and, <laughs> and, and I remember just like, I was really overwhelmed because I remember and I thought it and I said it where I was like, I know that I can do this. Like, like that really deep, like you feel it in your soul. Like just that belief that like, I know that I can do this though. And it, I, I guess I just kind of had to realize that you can do it. It's just not today today just was not your day. You did a lot of things really well and you got some things you got to improve on. And I think fortunately, a lot of those things were, were mental things. You know, those are things that I really just had to mature as an individual and, and as an athlete, you know, understanding what stress does to the body, what pain does to your thinking, you know, and just kind of getting a better feel for those circumstances and, you know, having to, you know, and, and that was difficult too, because, you know, when you say that you're going to do something, you know, and, and you 
said this earlier in the podcast, like, you know, couldn't agree more, you know, that's everything, you know, your word is your bond. And if, and not just to everyone else, but to yourself too, right? Like you owe it to yourself to see things through as well, you know, and even more so if you, if you have that option, I suppose, to do it for someone else, you know, it gives you a little bit of extra, you know, almost comforting in a way, because it's like, I'll do, I'll suffer a little more for you. You know, if I care about you, I'll suffer for you so that you don't have to kind of thing. And you have that, you know, kind of communal aspect to it. But, you know, certainly one of the changes that I've made, uh, you know, coming up for, for August is, is that, uh, not only that what if, but also that why, like really narrowing that down because when things get really shitty, cause it's gonna, you know, hopefully it's, it's very close to when I'm, I, I get the call, but you know, there's going to be a time and well, probably a few different moments where it's going to be like, man, I am, I'm hurting. I'm hurting a lot right now. And you need something that you can, you don't have to think you just know this is why I'm here. This is what I'm going to do. And just shut the hell up. Let's just get after it. You know? So you're doing it in August. Yeah. yeah. Anybody like giving you shit about the, your first attempt or anything? Like <laughs> um, I don't, not that I can, gotta, I don't think so. Gotta have a hater or a doubter out there somewhere that you just want to prove oh. them wrong. Oh, oh, well, if, if you're saying it generically, then yes, sir. Certainly. I got a list. I have a list, um, okay. but not to my face. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Think about that. Yeah. Think about, wrong. Think about what that's going to feel like. Think about having the last laps. Think, think about smiling, but be humble. Do it humbly, man. Prove them wrong. You know what I mean? Like for me, I'd taken a lot of L's, dude, you know, and I'm tired. <laughs> tired of it i am still tired of it and uh but that's life and and you you only know what you can do you know it, it no one no it don't matter what joe over there says man and once i, I dude i speak the worst and i still catch myself doing it man i gotta stop myself in, in, in my tracks and it's worrying about what other people think and how they feel about you and what they're perception is of you and you know the kind of person that these people might think i am you know or dude all you're doing is is you're worrying about something that probably don't even exist you know or one that you have no control of you know so the hell are you doing worrying about what's out of your control and i used to be the world's worst i would and i i still like i said catch myself doing that but it wasn't until i had this fuck everyone mentality and I'm, I'm about me, you know, like God, I, I became obsessed, man. And I, I wish I knew how to teach someone how to become obsessed, but you, it's just not something that's teachable, man. I think that everyone has their journey that in life that they're going through. And I think for me, it took being knocked down to your freaking knees before, and then almost giving up, you know, and then almost taking the easy road a few times and, and making a lot of bad decisions you know and, and just had a lot of I felt really low about myself and my self-esteem and, and you know we all have demons we all have skeletons in our closet man like own it 
own it and then find the belief through action through through winning the freaking day you know that's it don't matter what you did yesterday it don't matter tomorrow doesn't really matter like pray that tomorrow comes be in the moment be in the present and then do everything you can right now like we put a big on the one of the walls in the gym there's a quote that i like is a uh, day one or one day or day one you choose and and that's that's it man it's a decision you have to just decide this is what i'm gonna do uh, everything else is gonna have to, to wait right now and until you can do that and then not just do it for a day not just do it for a week but do that day in day out for a year two years five years ten years man can you imagine like the amount of shit you can accomplish in a year but with that kind of discipline and consistency and that's where the, the motivation comes from that's where the belief in yourself comes from that's where your confidence you know it's through doing the, the uncomfortable things the things that challenge you that the uncertain things that you don't know like that you got to be willing to ask the question man and for me that's to go back to the very beginning of the podcast i think my success was it all started with asking the right questions what's my purpose why am i here find someone and help them and for me those things at the the point i was in my life like for me that that's some of some real shit man that i just was going through that i you know thank god i found pull-ups and and something to focus on because it taught me a lot about myself taught me a lot about who i am who i'm not who i'm supposed to be and it's it's easy i've become more aware now that when i'm off track i know it you know I'm used to i could go I can go way in the wood line before I realize, like, all right, man, but you, know, you need to get back over there. Like, <laughs> this is not the way you need to be going. So now, when I get off track, I know what I know what right feels like. I know what makes me happy. I know uh, the triggers that, that that make me unhappy. I know, I'm, 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 I know more. I know me. You know, that's that's what it's all about. Know who you are and chase that chase that feeling chase that vision of yourself like not what uh, someone else has told you you are but that person inside of you you know we're all looking for answers out here like the answer's inside man and I, i'm not a doctor i'm not a, a brain surgeon or anything crazy and nuclear scientist like I, I'm, a, I'm a nobody but i i'm i'm a somebody that's figuring me out you know so that's that's what matters well i mean <laughs> i get yeah you're maybe not a doctor but you play one on tv right exactly you know <laughs> but uh man you know it, it's what's been so interesting um you know and even just from this this podcast so far is you know you've attained a, a pull-up 24-hour pull-up record 24-hour muscle-up record i took a shot at a 24-hour chin-up record it kind of it knocked me down and I, you know, coming back for more to, to <laughs> have a different outcome, you know, the, the second time around, come out a winner on the second attempt. And what's so interesting about it. And when people talk to me, ask me questions about it, I, I kind of give them this answer. And, and I think this podcast reflects that, which is it's a physical challenge on paper right? It's a, you got to lift, right? That's a physical challenge on paper, but
but really what it is and the reason that I set out to do it from listening to guys like Goggins and Jocko, you know, et cetera, was that what the, the lesson that I took from that, or one of the many lessons that I took for them, and certainly one that I take from you as well, is that I'm using my body as a vessel to expand my mind. And those are the lessons and those are the skill sets that, you know, you really tap into something, you know, that's next level, you know, it, it, and it's almost hard to describe. And, and when I hear you, because you, you, you're at the level that I want to get to, you know, you've attained what I'm trying to attain. And so it's really interesting for me just to be on, on this side of the camera. And I, I hear you say things that I have said, and I hear you say things or, or hear, hear your thoughts about things that I have thought about and how, you know, it's learned. I've had, I've had to, I basically had to completely destroy the kind of person that I was before this, because I'm like, look, we gotta, we gotta get squared away here. Like, this is not gonna, the mindset that I have now, you know, it's weak. I can't, with that mindset, I will not be able to get to the level that I want to get to. And so you either level up or you become comfortable with being ordinary. And I just can't accept that because I don't feel, I don't believe that, you know, I'm ordinary in that way, but you have to, you have to prove it and you got to bleed and you got to sweat for it and you have to be determined and you cannot, um, you cannot relent because I mean, if you do that, I mean, you can't give up, you know, things aren't even an option, man. You have to be so hungry, man. And I think with hunger, someone wants something really bad. They're willing to obsess and, and sacrifice and, and go the, the, the distance, man. That's a scary opponent, you know? So, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of people, um, but one thing I've noticed with all these, the greats is if you ask them when they were in their prime, when they were the great, that's Muhammad Ali. You ask Mike Tyson, you ask, uh, I'm naming a lot of fighters, Conor McGregor, you ask Michael Jordan, like who, who's the best, who's the great. And they would tell you, I am, I am, I am, you know, and, and if you told them they weren't do that, it's, Okay, they, they will go to the depth, man, to prove you wrong because their belief is that strong. And I think it it all starts with belief, man. Like you have to build that belief, though. Like I said, you're not always going to start with that. And there's going to be a lot of doubt. But you got to beat that shit out of you, and you have to be so freaking hungry, man. Like your life depends on it. And that's I was just committed, man. I, I, I'm trying to find that again, and. and in my training now and then get, get back there. But it, I know what it takes and it, it, it's that level of obsession and, and just relentlessness about you that you've made it up. It's a decision that you have decided and it is set in stone, man. There's no changing it. There's no, you have to, you accept that, that, that there's going to be failure. You expect it, you anticipate it, you know, it's coming, but you know that that shit is going to be war, you know, and you're ready for it. And maybe I had a, a leg up, man. I, maybe I did my, my life and, and some of the things that I had gotten through, I had some sort something to compare apples to apples, you know, like 
if I can make it through that shit, you know, why can't I make it through this? You know, I, if, if they can do it, why can't I, you know, and it being fed up, sick and tired of being second place, third place, you know what I mean? Like I want to win and, and just deciding it's my time and I'm going to, the only person getting in my way is me and I'm done with it. Like no more, dude. Talk to yourself. I talk to myself. And I, I, at points I thought I was going freaking crazy, but now looking back, it was obsession, man. It, it's being obsessed with your craft, whatever it is you're working on. Like you have to love it. And, and for me, I didn't love pull-ups. Like it was it, like I'm not in love with pull-ups, but I love pushing myself. I love challenges, and I love going the distance and me hitting that wall head on, man, and just getting a little bit better, you know what I mean? And, and my time's getting a little bit faster and just suffering a little bit more than that guy next to you and knowing in your mind that all you got to do is just hang in there a little longer, man. Just take a little bit more pain. Just take the fucking pain, dude. Like, cause that guy's going to quit cause he ain't got it. You know what I mean? Like you just got to talk to yourself, man. And keep that fire burning, dude. Cause all it takes is a few, few moments of doubt. And it, like you said, man, it overwhelms you and it, it, take take over if you let it and it all you, you just got to know that you're in you're you're the freaking captain man you are in charge and own that shit no excuses you know, a lot of people are like no no excuses but like until there's no excuse you know <laughs> you gotta I wish there was a drawing like a of a, a a map to the, the world record, man. But I, I think the it's within you, man. I think that the, the answer is inside of you. I think that, that you will be successful if, with the right amount of, of focus and, and dedication to it, man, and, and belief. Find the belief. If you don't have it now, find it. And that, that comes with work and that comes with consistency. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to, fuck I, I'm getting emotional now just because I'm getting so fired up about it. But, uh, you know, I, I just want to piggyback on one thing that you said. And, you know, you said that you, you have to uh, fight for it like your life depends on it. And, uh, you know, what I would say to that, uh, just as a little extra, is that you have to fight like your life depends on it because it does. It does. You fucking know? It fucking does. <laughs> because you'll never know, man. You know what I mean? Like, this could be it if you let it, but also like there's, you never know what you could have, man. And, and I, I'm still a dreamer. I'm still a vision, like a very vision driven person. You know, I visualize things that I want. I visualize goals and achieving them and how that feels. And I still drive around in my Hyundai Santa Fe out here. Like it's a damn Rolls Royce, you know, like in my head, I'm driving a freaking Range Rover, a white one with some black wheels. Like, you know what I mean? So like, do those things, man. I'm telling you, visualization is so powerful, dude. And, and I still do it every day. I know I, with every goal that I have, I, I visualize it. And I think about the person I have to be to, to obtain those things. What am I doing right now? That's not in line with that. All right, let's get rid of that habit. Let's break that bad thing that I'm doing. Let's, you know, cut that shit out, eliminate targets dude take them out one by one until eventually you will you will be where you need to be but not without hard work not without a shit ton of sacrifice not without you know 
telling your friends, no, man, I can't hang out tonight. Why? Because I'm training in the morning. It's Sunday. Who gives a shit, dude? Like my goals don't stop. Like they're like the road to, to where I'm going is, is still, I ain't there yet. Like people say you need balance, like bullshit. When you're going for something bigger than you, man, the balance ain't going to be there. You have, there has, you have to come unbalanced. You have to get uncomfortable. Like some things are, you're going to have to let slide, you know, like, damn, man, just, just pray to God that the people around you are there for the right reason. Because when they see where you're going, they'll support you. They'll, they'll pick up the slack, man. They'll, they'll help you get there. And, um, but it comes with consistent work, hard, hard work and, not taking no for an answer and learning as you go and accepting failures and learning from them and stay the course, man. You get knocked off track, either readjust and, and reattack, or maybe there has to come a point where maybe you realize maybe this isn't for me, but I, maybe that's what I should be doing. Cause when this all started, dude, I was trying for muscle ups. Um, before I got to, to David Goggins book about the pull-ups, like I was already, working on muscle ups and I was getting to where I couldn't do them strict yet, but I was getting my kipping muscle ups. I didn't know how to kip, man. I didn't know anything about like any kind of CrossFit or gymnastics movement. So like I was training for that, realized I wasn't there, but I was good at pull-ups. You know what I mean? So my goal, my whole vision changed. It was redirected, but looking at it now, it's like, you're still on a pull-up bar. You know, the goal didn't shift too much. You know, it might shift, bit, but like, don't, like I said, man, don't talk your don't talk yourself out of it too soon. You know, go for it. Maybe you don't get that that spot on the movie that you wanted, but hey, now you're working in the be- you know working with people that you never could have imagined you're working with. You know what I mean? Like, and you get one foot in the door, and then maybe you get to it, and then maybe you're all the way in. You know, so have faith. I think that you have to have a little bit of faith, and you have to be willing to take a little bit of a gamble your life and i think that your life is worth playing playing your hand okay play the best cards you're dealt keep faith that with the right amount of focus and and devotion and and whatever it is you got to find man just find it you know be relentless until it's done indeed yes sir uh, so I know we're kind of coming to the, the end of our time here. I know time flies, man, but I, I just want to ask you one, uh, one more question before, uh, you know, just kind of closing remarks here. I'm dying to know what did it feel like when, well, and I guess you, you can kind of elaborate how you see fit. Um, but I'm wondering what did that feel like when you finish and unofficially, I suppose, cause you know, Guinness has to certify it, but at the time that you did it, you know, we could consider you, you had broken the pull-up record. What did that feel like for you? Took a deep breath and told myself you were right. You were, can do it. You like, not only was I right, but everything that my mom told me, you know, like you can do anything if you set your mind to it. That's one thing she always said, you know, you boys can do anything. She always believed in us so much, man. And, I, I finally found the belief I needed, you know what I mean? In myself and through holding on to her, her, whatever, man, like what she thought about me and what she had said and, and trying to just 
kind of gamble and, and not, not gamble, but test that theory. You know what I mean? I wanted to test it. And shit. Thank God I, I broke that world record, man, because I don't know how I would have been if I would have failed. Uh, I was so like that, the, that never, like I said, man, it never was a thought, you know, because I would, I will die. <laughs> I will die. So like, and the failure, like thinking about failure and, and stuff like that, I think that is just a huge distraction. I think those thoughts are going to come up, but that's for the day-to-day consistency. And I'm not, when I'm talking about consistency, I want to make this very clear. I'm not talking about consistently training every day, consistently growing in all aspects of your life, consistently working on being more aware of those negative thoughts when you wake up, consistently winning that damn morning when you wake up worried about bills, wake up. But then I wake up in all kinds of freaking moods, you know what I mean? But but learning more about myself and, and becoming more aware of my thoughts and, and steering those thoughts in the direction that I needed them to be. And, and that's what I mean by consistency, man. It's not just consistent work. It's physically with your body, but it's consistent work with your mind, man. And through repetition, the, these thoughts and things become very clear. It's like, that's a negative thought, you know, and you're able to switch that shit off and you're able to redirect and you become better at it. Just like anything that you put the reps in and life is reps and, and you really want something, put the reps in and understand that it, it's, there's going to be highs and lows, but the biggest and most important thing is that, is that you keep going, you take the next step, you, you adjust when you need to, but you don't like, you, you don't you stay the course, man. Like, if you really want it, you can have it. Sometimes you're going to have to hang in there a little longer, you know? Yeah, certainly. I, I, you know, I, I certainly did not think that, uh, you know, December 19th was going to be attempt one. I thought it was going to be walking out there, arm raised kind of thing, you know? And so, uh, you know, whatever, we all have our own, uh, journeys and our own stories and Hey, it took Michael Jordan, I think it was seven years before he won his first title. And he went to the Eastern conference final twice and lost to those asshole Pistons. <laughs> so, Hey, you know what? We all have our, our journeys and and that's the beauty of it because there's, there's the, the personal touch on it, but there's also that thread that, you know, connects us all in, in, in certain ways, you know? And so that, that's a really beautiful thing, you know, and mysterious too. It's quite something. Um, but, uh, you know, I just want to say, I mean, I know you got to run. Uh, so before, before I hand uh, closing remarks over to you, I just want to say, uh, you know, it was, it was really interesting when I messaged you. Cause I just, I just cold uh, DM'd you, you know, I hadn't had any interaction prior and I I've been following you for quite, quite a while now. And um, like following your Instagram account for quite a while, which is fantastic. Uh, there's a link to it in the episode description. So uh, go, go follow Brandon. And what's so interesting about it is because on paper, when I was, you know, when I'm looking at you two time record holder for you know, the, the two types of record, um, you know, that I'm going for, you know, it's that 24 hour one, which is nasty and going for that one and army ranger, you know, and I'm just looking at this guy and I know you're humble. So you're going to smile, but I'm like, this guy's a fucking beast. This guy's awesome. Right. You know? And I'm like, and, and so, you know, getting to speak you know, we've, we've had a couple conversations off the air 
and, and this conversation today. And I, you know, I, I really just want to tell you that, you know, this has helped me so much. And there were, I mean, I had, I think I had about like 15 questions in my head that I knew, you know, we weren't going to, you know, be able to go through them all, but I suspected that you were going to answer them in some way, you know, during the, during this conversation. And, you know, I was right. You know, you definitely, you know, there's something really special about pushing yourself and there's something really special about growing. And, and especially when you set your sights so high and so far that basically everybody around you looks at you and kind of gives you that, that look, but you know, inside that there's something deeper and there's something to this thing. And that if you believe it, and that if you work hard enough for it, you know, I can, I can really tell you that, you know, I want to have that moment where I finish and I can say that I was right because, you know, I've dedicated a lot of my life to this, you know, a lot, a big chunk of my life to chasing after this thing. And, you know, I, I just can't thank you enough for your time. And I really hope that you're cool with me uh, pestering you with questions uh, after we get off the air. <laughs> I'll be texting you every now and then. Hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> it don't keep that number safe, man. If you need me <laughs> and uh, don't, don't let off, man. Like don't give up on yourself. Like one failure. Like you get, you got 10 more of those in you. Fan the flame, <laughs> man. Fan the flame. And, but if, if that's what it takes and this is, if this is what you want then you'll do it, you know, and pray to God that you are successful on your next attempt, man. And, and I'll be looking, looking and watching. And like I said, dude, I'm here. Uh, I, I don't have all the answers. I don't think there is an answer for how you break the world record or a 24 hour record. I think um, that you'll find going through the process. And you, you've got a head start on a lot of people, man. So all that be for nothing if you quit. So don't you fucking quit. Hell no. The answers are within. The answers are within. I get motivated, man. Sometimes the only way to express myself is by like, I, I grew up in regiment, dude. So you get around a bunch of rangers, dude. They got potty mouths. And I apologize if I ruined your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We're good, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, thank you so much, Brandon. And, um, you know, certainly this has been very impactful for me and, and I know for the listeners as well. So thank you so much for being here. Got it, man. It was a pleasure.